Welcome to Quid Pros Quo. This week we're going to be talking about NaNoWriMo prep. And as we're posting this, I believe it is the 1st of November, so happy NaNoWriMo. Um, hopefully you did Preptober. Um, but if you didn't, that's okay. It's never too late to start being creative. So, Isa, do you want to talk a little bit more about what we're talking about today? Sure. Um, I personally really like doing NaNoWriMo, but I also like trying to keep it stress-free and just, you know, low intensity, mm-hmm. not necessarily low expectations, but I just find that I'm in a better creative spot if I'm not thinking about the word count. Yeah. I'm just thinking about, like, how can I get words on paper yes. and, like, you know, be able to keep the momentum going on a project. Absolutely. And so... For this episode, we'll just be giving some advice and some overviews of things that have worked for us in the past with NaNoWriMo that hopefully will keep this stress-free for you as well. Yeah, perfect. And um, just before we start, how many times have you done NaNoWriMo or when did you start doing NaNoWriMo? Oh and then I'll answer gosh. the same question. I probably started doing NaNoWriMo back in 2015, like officially doing it. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I was like remotely aware that you know, something about November and writing was a thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess it's been a while then. But I haven't strictly done it every year. Just, you know, mm-hmm. as I'm able to, I I try. You try. try and that's best. what counts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I started it in 2018. So this will be my fourth year doing it. And I've always held pretty strictly to NaNoWriMo stuff. Like, do your 50,000 words or else. Um <laughs> Which, it's good that we're getting both perspectives in, like... That's true. But I find that the pressure is, like, so good for me to actually actually make the progress. Because otherwise I'm so busy, I just don't even think about writing. And, and that causes me, like, physical pain that I'm not thinking about writing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so getting right into our discussion. I think one of the first things you need to know for your NaNoWriMo style and how you're going to do NaNoWriMo is whether you're a planner or a pantser. And what those words mean, planning is super self-explanatory, but pantser is a little weird. And it basically is short for flying by the seat of your pants. And it's also sometimes called a gardener style, where you just like plant a seed and let it grow and you don't really plan it out too much. The opposite of gardener would be an architect. Um, and the in-between term that NaNoWriMo has coined is plantsing, which I think is so fun because it has the word plant in it, and I love plants. You know, I do love plants. I do love plants, too. Yeah. So if you have been writing for a while, you probably know whether you're a planner or a pantser or somewhere in between. But if you haven't, then NaNoWriMo is a good time to like start figuring it out. Um, it was my first NaNoWriMo where I started figuring out, wow, I'm definitely a planner. Because as I was writing my book... I was like, I just don't know where things are going, and I have like this vague idea, and I have tons of like world-building concepts. This was my Alice in Wonderland book, and it was just like, I need a plan. So in like literally like the first week or the second week of November, I was like opening up a Google Sheets and typing out an outline because I find outline Google Sheets is a great place to do your outlines because it has the expandable text boxes and you can align it up by chapters and character arcs and it's. It's so good. I could do an entire episode on how to use Google Sheets for outlining. And maybe we will. Maybe we will. Yeah. Um, 
then we have a list of some best NaNoWriMo advice. And I have mine. Do you have any you want to share before I start sharing mine? Um, yeah, I mean, I've, you know, done it a few times, like, as, like, in it, within a group. Mm. Like, we all were like, okay, we're doing NaNoWriMo, let's go. Like, we all want to, like, hit our goals. And so that would be my first piece of advice, is that if you're not sure about it, or if you're like, yes, I could probably do NaNoWriMo, I don't know if I'll have motivation the entire time, then doing it in a group is good because you can kind of check in with each other and it yeah. kind of makes you feel like you're accountable to actually put words on the page Yes, because you oh all make an agreement together. And so that has, like when I've been doing NaNoWriMo in a group, those are the years that I've been most successful in doing it. You know, that makes like so much sense. I've never done NaNoWriMo with a group because I haven't really been super involved with writers other than myself before this year. But we just started our writing group this past year and I'm on the regional uh, Discord for for our county of writers on NaNoWriMo. Oh, that's which is cool. like super cool. I don't spend a lot of time on Discord because I'm busy otherwise. <laughs> but like... It's been super fun, and everyone in there just seems so great, and we're going to have a like a kickoff party in a couple of weeks, like right before NaNoWriMo starts, so. That is awesome. Hopefully yeah. that will be a when good. When I have done it in a group, we have celebrated at the end. Oh, that so, sounds so fun. you know, if if the motivation of having something celebratory in the end yes. helps you, then maybe... Maybe that's also a decent piece of advice. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that doesn't really relate directly to the writing, you know, process. process. But it's definitely... Well, I also think what you were saying about, like, not being stressed, I think half of NaNoWriMo is just taking care of yourself so you can. Because you have to, I think this is Stephen R. Covey who says this, but you have to maintain production capability in order to maintain production. Oh, no, that is so true. Being able to, like, make sure that you are doing well... And even that, like, your creativity, like, is, oh my gosh, your, like, creative well is full. Yes. Otherwise, you won't be able to have any output at all, mm -hmm. which can be stressful in and of itself if you feel like you're not measuring up or you're not up to par, you're not up to the word count you thought you were going to get for that yes. day. Then, you know, being hard on yourself about that can definitely stifle creativity and yeah. no yeah 100 percent absolutely i guess another piece of advice that i thought of is that you know especially if you're approaching NaNoWriMo for the first time like yes fifty thousand words is like the word count for NaNoWriMo but you can pick a lower word count especially if you don't think you'll have a lot of time or you kind of want to try it and get a feel for like the process, but you're not sure that you want to commit all the way, you could probably set like, what, 25,000 words, 30,000 yeah. words, and 30,000 words would be super nice because that basically amounts to 1,000 a day That's in November. That's so true. Easily divisible, which I do like things. Yeah, the sixteen sixty-seven words a day for NaNoWriMo is just the worst. I keep a bullet journal, and this is one of my tips, is I keep a physical reminder of your daily word count. I keep a bullet journal with a tracker in it, 
And so this past week I was going through and setting up that tracker so it's ready for November. And it was just like, it's like 1667 and like 3336 or something like that. And it's just like terrible numbers, except for like on the fives and tens. I think it's generally okay. I'm right with you. Yeah. I'm right with you. So in addition, my tips in addition to keeping a physical reminder of your daily word count is to manage your time. Like, time blocking is one of my favorite time management tools where you just, like, set out a block on your calendar to, like, write or, you know, do homework or do whatever you want and you only focus on that thing for that block. And I find that is super helpful. Um, and if you have a hard time setting aside your own time and making your own writing time sacred, you can go to local write-ins for your region and you find those real local write-ins by... Next tip, signing up for the physical, not the physical, for the website of NaNoWriMo, which is NaNoWriMo.org. Um, and it's just such a great research and they, resource, and they send, um, I can't remember the word, emails. They send motivational emails, um, like, at least once a week, and it's just, like, so fantastic. That's very lovely. Yeah, and I just found from another writing podcast I listened to, I think it's called The Kate and Abby Show. Um, Abby is starting this Letters from Abby initiative this year, or she did it like last year, but it's the first time I've known about it. But she's going to send motivational letters every day too, so that would be fun to check out if you want more than once a week from NaNoWriMo. Yeah, no, those are really great tips. Um... Yeah, do you have any other things that you've, like, found out about yourself that would have been helpful to know beforehand while you've done NaNoWriMo these past few years? Uh, the first time I was so scared that I just wouldn't be able to do it, but then I did it, and it was just such a confidence boost to know, hey, I can do it, and then in 2019, I think it was, I actually didn't do NaNoWriMo just because I was too busy and too much life stuff coming on, so I was really scared to come back in 2020, like, oh, what if I can't write 50,000 words a month anymore? But then I think I got up to, like, 55 or 60,000 that, that NaNoWriMo, which it was just, like, a huge confidence boost. So if you don't think you have it in you, you probably do. And once you do it, you're going to feel amazing about it. But just in the meantime, don't panic. Stay calm. You're writing because you enjoy it, not to get to the end. Like, it's more about the journey than anything else. No, those are really good, really good thoughts. Yeah. Um, my I guess my final tip, and again, it might be too late when we're releasing this episode to do this, but do Preptober, which is exactly what it sounds. It's prepping in October for NaNoWriMo. Some people start at Preptober as early as September. So, Preptember, maybe? Uh, <laughs> I don't maybe. know what it's actually called. Uh, um, but if you plan, and like, even if you're not a planner, like, I assume even people who aren't planners still use, like, because we're both planners. We don't know very much about pantsing. Um, you use character sheets and world building sheets and sh setting sheets. Um, and like if you just have those set up before you write, that will make it just so much easier so you're not doing it all as you go along. At least that's my opinion. I can't tell pantsers what to do. No, that is also a good thought. You know, sometimes it's it, it feels nice to be a bit organized going into something, so it's mm -hmm. not like you're just, you know, straight into the deep end with, like, no resources. But, 
Yeah, I guess a final tip for me that I just thought of is, um, like, if you're struggling to get your word count on, like, a particular day, or if you just want, like, an extra writing boost in general, is that you can do a writing sprint. Oh, yes, those just are so good. Just set a timer for, like, ten minutes, five minutes even, if you really just need, like, a little bit. Um, I generally try about 15 to 20 minutes when mm-hmm. I sprint, and you just write. Just write, no editing, don't look back, just try to get as many words on the page during that time. Like that, those 15, 10, 5, 20 minutes, like whatever you pick. Yeah. Even if it's not a multiple of five, <laughs> just whatever you pick, you know, just commit to writing the entire time during those minutes you set aside. Yes. And you will be surprised at like, you know, how many words actually get put on to the paper. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you suddenly get an idea during this sprint and you decide to keep writing after. Exactly. It's just a little boost to the writing process. But mm-hmm. Yeah, and my advice, because you talked about not editing during sprints, and I'm totally an edit-as-I-go person, which I know it's not great for my writing process because it slows me down and I do all the editing and post anyways so why don't I do it but you can turn your text color to white or black or whatever your background color the pages and that like physically prevents you from looking back at it and that's been helpful to me in the past recently I got Scrivener which is an amazing writing application and it will highlight the line of text I'm on and kind of gray out everything else and that also helps me keep focused and has been really good for me. So if you can find something like that, those are super helpful resources too. I will also put in a plug for Scrivener because <laughs> it's so I good. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And there's a student discount, so if you're a student, you can get it for cheap. True. And if you win down a rival, you get half off, which I think is even more than the student discount. So... Other motivations. For Other motivations. <laughs> all the winners goodies at the end, like all these discounts and stuff. It's so great. Um, but yeah, we hope to talk more about NaNoWriMo and see how you're doing every episode in November. But I think that's it right now. Next week, we will be talking about... Avoiding writer's burnout. Which is so important and so relevant for NaNoWriMo. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyways, thanks so much for listening. Have a good day.